Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. Tonight, we want to dis- tonight, I want to speak to you a little bit about fervent prayers, praying long prayers. Um, you know, I was listening to this last night. I was listening to a pastor. He said, he said, um, geez, God is a, we, he, he was trying to bring emphasis on God is a rewarder of those that seek him. God wants to compensate you. If you seek him, and it, 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 it dawned on me, God wants to give you whatever you ask, he wants to give it to you if you seek it. it, it sometimes it takes time for us to grab that. He said, but he's a rewarder for those that seek him. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're seeking him. We're not seeking his, his pocket. We are seeking his face. We say we're tired of the way things are. We want more of God. And that's what we're trying to do. And tonight I want to share this, those little few points with you and then we're going to go to prayer. I call it boot camp prayer night tonight. Um, one of the reasons that, you know, prayer, Jesus at the, at the last night at the garden of, uh, 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 before he got uh, Gethsemane, he said, he came to the disciples and said, could you not tarry? One hour. Could you not just give me one hour? And and I know the modern day church, they use that. Our preachers say, oh, it's condemnation. Asking people to pray for long hours. We're under grace. But Jesus said, you could not give me one hour. Pit, listen to this. He said, I know you probably could not give me five hours, six hours, the, the way I was praying. But you could not give me just one hour. That's what he was asking the disciple. Could you not give me one hour? And that's what God wants us. If you want to go to the next level, for you to experience the presence of God on a level, there has to be communion. There has to be a connection. It came, I know the, 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 the culture that we live in right now, everything's microwave. We want everything quick. We want everything fast. We, we, we nuke it in the microwave, 10, 2 minutes, and it gets out. But how many of you know a real food, if you can't put a real steak in the microwave, eh? where's, my, where's my meat people at? Where's my meat? <laughs> Come on. You can't put a, 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 a ribeye steak, you know, what's, the, what's that steak you just bought from Japan? This guy's crazy. Yeah? Or whatever that name is. He, he ordered someone, order stick, six, gonna take him three weeks to, for the stick to get here. But you can't put a real stick in a microwave. If you put it in a microwave, you nuke it, it's gonna be cardboard. Because a real thing, a real, it, ha- it takes time to, to get it from God. And we see it in the scripture. Jesus. The night before he made the decision, before he chose all the disciples, the Bible says in, 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 in Luke 6, 12, verse 13, this is, this is one of the first reasons you need to pray long, long prayers. You stay in prayer. He said Jesus spent the night. In those days, he went out to the mountain to pray. And what? 
and all night he continued and prayed to God and when the day came he calls his disciple and chose from them 12 communion apostles Jesus did not get up and just chose 12 disciples he prayed he, 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 he spent time he cooked it he stayed time he let that thing simmer before he made a decision and some of you are paying the price today of decision that you have made because you did not pray you did not spend time you just pray you try to pray a microwave prayer and you expect a good steak you expect something a good result you some of you are in that relationship that spouse is slapping you because you did not pray you're in that job that's 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 terrible you don't like it it's killing you and the reason is you just chose that job you did not pray you didn't let simmer and pray and God is telling us there's a reason that's that's the reason we should pray long prayers you don't just just pray a microwave two three minutes prayer but you stay you pray you stay you pray because that's life major decision you want God blessing you want God's direction you pray for that somebody say amen the second thing why you should pray long prayers why you should stay in prayer you pray long is because it's for your flesh to get control over your flesh to get control over that addiction to get control over special sexual sins the, those things they don't get they don't, you don't get with them easy by two three minutes lust anger rage unforgiveness if those things don't just go easy you just pray two three minutes when those things when those things are in your life it takes long prayers to drive those things out jesus that night you know he was chosen to die you know he was supposed to go at calvary he's supposed to die and but that night the flesh you could see it there was a struggle there he said god do you do you want me to do this because the flesh said eh, eh, i don't want to get beat up but he prayed he prayed that night it, it was it was not a two minutes prayer because the bible said he prayed intensely blood come out of his pore that's when he spent time to control that flesh he spent time in prayer to, 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 to get control of that, of that situation. Some of you are going through some stuff in your life with your flesh. It will, it will, take, it will take time for prayer, to fasting and prayer. That addiction of that, that, that alcohol, you cannot give up. That pornographic thing, you cannot give up. That, that addiction, that pills, you, you're struggling. It doesn't just, it's two, two minutes prayer is not going to get rid of that. It takes time and prayer to, to I know this is old school, but that's the reality. You know, you have to pray until you, you get through, you get sanctified. That's, that's the way they call it. Are you here with me? This, are you here with me tonight? That's why you pray long prayers. You stay in prayer. Not two, two minutes, Mark, where you nuke it and you get out. You think you're going to, that thing's going to kick your, kick your butt. Right. Are you here with me tonight? You got to push through. The third, the third reason you should pray long prayers, it's, it's famine. The Bible said, Elijah. Um, Elijah prayed for rain after a famine. There was a great famine. There were no rain. Things were, things, you're talking about, it was dry. In his life, it was dry. There was, there, the economy was, was boom. There was nothing going on. But the Bible said, Elijah prayed. He prayed, he prayed, he prayed. Seven times he told the guy, go look, go look, go check, go check, go check. It was not, can you imagine if you pray one prayer? Huh? That we probably read a different story. Can you imagine he stopped on the second prayer? 
on the third one. And that's why the enemy wants us to give up. A lot of you are so close. Some of you, they said, they said Joshua had to, had to beat 33 kings for him to get possession of the land. 33 kings he had to beat up to get possession of the land. 33 fight, 33 fight, fight. Can you imagine he stopped at the 1516? We'll probably read a different story. What am I trying to tell you this morning? You have to have perseverance to because some of you are facing famine in your life famine in your marriage famine in your finances this thing doesn't go by easy just you praying two three minutes and think this business is going to turn around your life's going to turn around and you just praying a, a two three minutes prayer that's you lying to yourself it takes time to fast and pray and seek god if you have a famine over your life tonight and god is saying if you seek you keep praying you keep praying you fast you look around nothing's happening nothing's happening you pray and fast you look around nothing's happening you pray and fast nothing you pray for that job nobody's calling you you apply you pray you wait you keep praying you wait you pray you keep waiting you pray you wait i'm waiting for that phone call you don't give up you don't give up for that child that's run away from God. You don't give up over that child. Don't give up on that kid. You keep praying, you wait, you pray, you wait. Even if there's nothing happening, you keep and wait and pray, you keep and wait and pray. You look around, you look around, you pray. You go back and turn this. You pray until you see that cloud. Until you see that cloud. Until we see that cloud in this house, we will not stop praying. Oh, I'm looking for that cloud of glory. Oh, I want more of Jesus tonight. We're not stopping. We're just getting started to pray. Because until we see that cloud, until we see that cloud, and there's another cloud, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the return of Jesus Christ. Until he comes back, we will not stop praying. We will not, seek, we will not stop seeking him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You don't stop praying until you receive that healing. You keep praying until you receive that healing. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. The fourth thing, the reason you pray long prayers, you pray for power. There's two different things between the presence and power. Presence, when you get saved, the Spirit comes live inside of you. Automatically, you get saved, you got sealed, you're going to heaven. But power, that's a different thing. Jesus, after he risen from the dead, he blew up the disciples. He received the Holy Spirit. They all received the Holy Spirit. The presence of God was there. But power, that's another thing. Power is another thing. And you're asking why the church doesn't have power. I can tell you quickly why we don't see power, why we don't see the miracles. Power, do we see power? He says, he told the disciples, after he blew, they received those people. He blew up on them. They received it. But he said, to receive power, you have to go and spend 10 days in the upper room to wait for the endowment of power. They already had the Holy Spirit inside of them, but they didn't have no power. They already got it. They were going to heaven. But power to cast out demons, power to heal the sick, power to walk in authority, power to suffer, power to be able to contain suffering, because without the power of God, you will walk away from Christianity. Without the power, you will fall into sin. 
without power, you'll be dominated by this, by the press of the air. Without the power, your Krishna will only be here on Sunday morning. And by the time you step out, you'll be a demon when you walk out of here. Joy is laughing at me. Without power, and the Bible says, they pray the first day, nothing happened. Long prayers, the power of long prayers. They pray the second day, nothing happened. They pray the third day, they praying 10 days. Mary was there, opera room, they shut themselves down because they already have the whole speed. They know they know where they're going. But power, to receive power, to receive power, the anointing, the glory, to be like Jesus, to be able to function and all the nine gifts of the spirits, to have all the gifts of the spirit functioning in your life, it takes time. It doesn't just happen. God doesn't give his spell to pigs. Let me say this again. Try to go find a pearl outside. You can't find a pearl on top of the ground. That's never happened. That's against the law of nature. You're not going to walk in and find a diamond on top of the ground. Maybe in Africa. I don't know. In South Africa. Maybe. Because anything that's value on this planet God created, you have to dig for it. It's not only one shovel, it's a several shovel. In the old days, you keep digging, you keep digging. You know, in Haiti, they have to dig for water. Sometimes, I remember when they try to dig a well, you know, they don't have those kind of machines now. They have those big machines. Those guys, they were digging for days. The pile of dirt was that high at my dad's house. They put it in a bucket. They put it in a bucket, and the one guy's pulling the bucket. I said, man, those guys, they were sweating. Dump the dirt, drop the bucket, pull it up, drop it. That's how they used to dig well in the old days. And they keep digging. First day, they're digging the windows. Second day, they're throwing dirt. Third day, the dirt of the flesh. You know, the flesh is dirt, right? Because for you to move, the flesh has to make space. Oh! The flesh has to make space. Has to make space for the water. <laughs> Are you getting this this morning? And that's what we're doing tonight. We keep digging. Hey! <laughs> we keep digging because the flesh has to make space. Has to make room for the Holy Spirit. You see? We keep digging. We keep praying. You keep digging. First day they're praying. The first church. Second day they're digging. They're digging. Third day they're digging. Fourth day they're digging. Fourth day they're digging. Sixth day they're digging. Seventh day they're digging. Eighth day they're digging. Ninth day they're digging. Nine thirty. You know, eleven o'clock at night. Eleven thirty. Eleven forty-five. Eleven fifty. I can feel water. I'm seeing a little water gushing out. Hey, hey, Peter. I'm. See, I can feel the wind. Oh, I don't know what that is, but something in the womb just changed. I don't know. Hey, keep digging. We keep digging. Oh Lord, we confess our sin. And then the last hit. What a splash. Oh, I'm telling you tonight, if you want the move of God, it's not going to take one day. It's not going to the second day. It's going to take several times. We keep praying. We keep praying. We keep praying. And one of these days, oh, I can't wait. And one of these days, the water of the Holy Spirit, oh, the water of the Holy Spirit going to come out. It's going to come out. Hallelujah. And that's what happened in Zuzu Street. Oh, they were praying so many days. They were making fun of them. They stayed there night and day. They praying, night and day. They praying, and one day, 
it was it was December 31st, 19, I think 1904, uh, 1915, uh, yeah. and then that little girl, she's a young girl, she said, I read the book of Acts because they didn't believe those gifts existed anymore. Asman, I forgot. Uh, man, I can't forget this kind of story. My dad would beat me out now. <laughs> and then she was a young girl, I think she was 19. She said, I read this thing in the book of Acts. Lord, if this thing is real, it happened at 12 o'clock at night. She was praying, everybody went home. She said, I want more. I want what I see in this book to become a reality. I want what I see when I read the book of Acts. I see miracles happen. When I read the book of Acts, I see healing happen. I see the supernatural. I'm tired of the old school, dry, dead um cold bread, cornbread gospel. We don't want that cornbread gospel. We don't, we do not want that cornbread dry and cold. It doesn't do nothing good. What we want, we want the full ablaze of the Holy Ghost power. Oh, when you're walking in this place, you can feel the power of his presence. Oh, when I, I'm telling you, when you walk into a place where there's power, you can feel it. You may not understand what it is. I think that was her. She said, I walk in here. I don't know what that was, but I cannot contain water in my eyes. I can feel it all over my body. I said, sweetie, you know what that was? It was the Holy Ghost. He, I, 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 just, I can say it, he, it, it was the Holy Ghost. It was, it was the Holy Ghost I was there. Hallelujah. That's what we need in the last days. And you can't get it without the long prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you pray long? Here's the, here's the practical thing. This is how we're going to practice today. You ready? You ready? This is how you pray long. First thing, you have to find a place. You have to find a place. You can't pray. If you want to pray long prayers, you can't pray just in a random place. Jesus found a place to pray. And if you have to close yourself in a place where you don't get distracted, that's the first thing. The first thing. Some of you said, Pastor, how do I pray long prayers? Because I don't have enough word to say. Well, if you've been coming here the past couple of months, the past three weeks, we have a tactic we use. That's why we can pray long. Not because we pray longer than you. We find a way to pray long because we don't have enough word. I only know 1,200 words of English. You didn't know that? English is not my first language. That's my book, 1,200 at an eighth grade level. But you say, Pastor, how do you pray long? I use, I don't have to use my word. Let me give you an example. Let's put Acts 4.24. This is when the church got in trouble. They're praying, they're in persecution. They're going to quote the scripture to pray because they don't know what to say. And they say when they got arrested, persecution started. And that's how they're quoting the scripture in Acts 4, 24 verse 26. And when they heard that, they lift up their voice to God in one accord and said, Lord, thou art God which has made in heaven and the earth and the sea and all and them. Who by the mouth of that servant David, this is in Acts 4, they're making that prayer. They're praying for God to move. Who by the mouth of the servant David, what did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? I'm giving you an example how the early church prayed. The kings of the earth stood up and the rules, this is a prayer, they're praying right now because they're in trouble. We're gathered together against the Lord, against his Christ. You know that prayer 
You know what prayer it is? It is in Psalms 24. They just use that verse to pray because they didn't know what to do. This is where we find the prayer in the scriptures. It's in Psalms 24. They just read the Psalms 24 and they prayed. And what I'm trying to tell you this morning, if you don't know what to pray, pray the scriptures. Take a Psalms. If you want to pray long, just take Psalms 119. You can pray it for 16 hours. You can start at 8 o'clock in the morning. You just stop praying. Let me show you how. Let me show you how you do it. You ready? Let's show it. You remember it's a boot camp tonight. You ready? The devil messed up the AC, but we're not stopping. We just put two AC there, but we're going to fix it. Sorry about the heat. But um, I'm sweating like a... I'm probably going to take my jacket off. It's Falek's fault. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here with me? This is boot camp. This is boot camp. This I'm showing you. This is boot camp. Are you here with me tonight? Let's put Psalms 119. Let's take, um, he says, Psalms 119, verse 9. He said, How does a man keep his way pure? He said, By taking his word according to his word. Okay? I'll just take that verse. Lord, you said in your word, you said, how do I keep my, how do I keep my ways pews? You say in your word, it's to your word, Lord. Lord, I'm asking, let your word be indwelling me tonight. I don't know how to live right, God. Give me the desire to live by your word, oh God. Give me the desire to walk according to your word. That's what you said, oh God. Oh God, we stand on your word. You made that promise. He said, I didn't know what to say. I just, I'm just using this. As a, as a blueprint. You know, he said, Pastor, how do you pray long? You just find, a, you just find, the Lord is my shepherd. Lord, you say you're my shepherd. I shall not want. He's that situation. And, and Lord, I'm in need right now. You said you're my shepherd. I bring that case before you. That problem that I have is in front of you. Lord, you are my shepherd. Lord, I'm in need of help. I'm in need. I'm in need. I'm in need. I'm in need. Tonight, Lord, say a word. Oh, God, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. You're my shepherd tonight. I stand on those promises this is what you said I'm standing your promises and this is how you pray oh this is boot camp oh hallelujah you use the scriptures to pray you use the scriptures to pray third thing because we gotta we gotta, we gotta stop praying you pray out loud don't pray because tonight when you open your mouth you get, when I'm saying pray loud there's a reason I'm telling you pray loud because it wakes you up you don't fall asleep you open your mouth you stop praying you know the silly you pray loud. Sometimes I pray loud. Oh, you will be. Don't be trying to be timid. This is not me. This is not. Do you want to pray long? That's what I'm saying. You pray loud. This is what the verse says. Jesus did it. He says, In the days of his flesh, hallelujah. In the days of his flesh, Jesus, Jesus did it. You can do it. Jesus offer up prayers. Jesus! I need help. 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 I need help for that child. Lord, I need help. I need help. I need help. You cry in the house. You open your this is your house. God give it to you. Cry. Why you scared? Don't scare any neighbor. Don't pay your mortgage. Isn't that what Jerry's knows that? That's how we say in Africa. You don't pay my mortgage. Come here and tell me what to do. This is my house. Help! 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 I'm in trouble. Help, Lord. 
help this child's in your hand oh he's running away God help 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 I'm in trouble I'm in trouble I need deliverance I need a breakthrough I need a breakthrough because that's why you're in a prayer closet you're sitting down you're sitting down nobody's watching you help 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 this situation is in your hand I don't know what to do I don't know what to do Lord say oh, Jesus you cry out because let me tell you let me tell you God hears when we cry out God hears when we cry out because he did it he did it so we can do it too so tonight whatever you're going through right now whatever the situation you're going through right now you call your name you open your mouth say Jesus I need your help come on open your mouth say Jesus scream it loud when you walk to a house tonight that demon that been bothering you you knock that door I've been waiting because you charge up you've been praying for an hour you open that door say Jesus I was I had, a, I had a dry cleaner in in Atlanta they were doing some witchcraft you know the guy but the the dry cleaner put some literally in, in Atlanta in bucket I was telling for like this you know the exit side I was praying one time um the exit sign at the door lots of check under the exit sign true story right then bucket Roswell Road and I, I was praying and I got a chair I got a a lot of the guys said, look under the exit sign. When I unscrew the exit sign, I find a little sackcloth, red sackcloth tied up on top of the, of the store. So why did they do that? You could keep coming back. This is, this is not, this is here in Atlanta. Or they sell you the store, they want you to fail so they can come back and buy it cheaper. Oh, you didn't know that. You're a businessman. You better be praying. And I woke up, and one day, my pastor passed away, my mentor. And one day, he said, you walk into that store, you knock the door, and you scream before you walk, and you say his name loud. Because when you mention his name loud, every demon, every witchcraft, every spell, every distraction, Oh, when you do not knock the kid's door and it's your kids, your child room, they're giving you a hard time. Knock that door. You know, see, this is my house. And scream Jesus in that room. Let me tell you, scream Jesus in that room. Scream Jesus over their life. 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 Oh, somebody say amen tonight. Jesus in this house, we're gonna call his name. In this house, we're gonna call his name. In this house, we're gonna call his name. We're not ashamed calling the name of Jesus. I bind you, Satan. Does this one work? Does this one work? It should be working.
No one like you, God. We put something. We put something this morning. I knew it in my heart. I said, something got just shift in that room. Jesus! Hallelujah, hallelujah. In this house, we call the name of Jesus. In this house, we call the name of Jesus. In this house, we call the name of Jesus. In my house, I call the name of Jesus. In my home, I call the name of Jesus. Not Buddha, not Confucius. Oh, oh, not Mary. In this house, we call the name of Jesus. In this house, we exalt his name. In this house, we exalt his name. And we call his name. Whatever the problem that you go going through tonight call his name call his name call his name and if you don't know who that name is oh that name is Jesus we broke something we broke something you can feel that tension tonight they don't like that name no other name there's no other name there is no other name. There is no other name. There is no other name. I'm start, I'm feeling something in my spirit. Oh, I'm 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 about to act like an old crazy Pentecostal today. Oh, you know, when the legos hit you, my dad doesn't no speak hit it. People he's any hit like that. He said, I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my heart. I feel it all over my body. Because when I start talking about the name of Jesus, demon has to flee. Cancer has to go. Anxiety has to go. Depression has to go. Any headache has to go. Oh, let's, let's go to the next one. Oh, yes. Psalms 126. To pray long, you pray the same prayer. He says, he said, David, continually repeated the same word. The same word. Sometimes, it's not, we're not talking to say mantra. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. It's not blah, blah, blah. You're not just saying, you're not just saying a word. You're saying a word that has, that has meaning. There's nothing wrong to sit. You're calling out mercy for your kids. Mercy, God. Mercy, Jesus. Mercy for my child. Mercy. Mercy for that kid. Lord, mercy. Mercy, Baba. Mercy, Father. Mercy. Mercy for that child. Mercy because, because they do something wrong. You know, they didn't even should have taken them out. But because you stand in the gap. Oh, I'm telling you right now, they should have killed them because they messed up. They screwed up. They did something wrong. But because you, as a mother, you're standing, you're crying out. All you can say, mercy, 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 mercy for, mercy for my son, mercy for my daughter, mercy for this marriage. Grace, 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 grace. Come on, raise your hand out. Grace. 
grace for that child grace for that child grace oh God mercy for them Lord don't judge them give them grace I know they have done something wrong I know they have disobeyed you I know they have walked away but grace 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 mercy mercy papi mercy father mercy father grace for so and so grace for that marriage sometimes you don't know what to say it's only one word you can use it in prayer for 15 20 minutes all you can say is mercy grace 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 oh i feel somebody come on get up on your feet right now we need to ask some from grace for some kids right now grace for that child oh grace for that child grace for kobe grace 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 mercy 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 for this family mercy for this marriage mercy oh god that's all you can say you don't know what else to say lord i'm in need i'm broken i can feed my family i need your favor i need your favor i need your favor i need a breakthrough i need a breakthrough this is how you pray you keep praying you don't have you don't have to have a lot of vocabularies all you have to say you hold on into one to one word you hold on into that word and you keep praying hallelujah come on see that come on get sit down sit down sit down sit down Sit down. Sit down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is a good meal. I'm enjoying that meal tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Give me some water, about it, please. Give me some water. Mmm. Mmm. I feel something in the atmosphere. Oh, I feel something. I feel something. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand. I feel something. We've been praying all day. He's ready to meet us. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, if you're at home right now, raise up your hand in this house. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, don't let this business fail. Oh, grace. I spent too much money for this business to succeed. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. Oh, oh. Mm. man I feel in this, something in this house I feel the glow in this house Oi. This, is, this, this is Jesus praying the same prayers you may have told him to pray the same prayers he said Jesus said and he left them Matthew 26 verse 44 he said he left them and went away and prayed the third time saying what saying what saying what saying what Samuel, 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 Hallelujah. Tonight, when you get home, you don't need a lot of words. Just get one verse. Ask for me. Ask for me, mother. Ask for me. This is a promise. You don't need a lot of words. Ask for me in my house. Ask for me in my house. Ask for me in my house. This is how my mom used to pray. Ask for me in my house. We shall serve the Lord. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. You will not have my child. You will not have this family. Oh, ask for me in my house. They will serve God. Ask for me in my house. My great kids will serve God. My great great kids will serve God. All my generation will serve God. 
As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I don't care what other people are doing, but as for me and my house, as for me and my house, I shall serve the Lord. As for me and the house, and I will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, and I will serve the Lord. You don't need a lot of words. As for me and my house, my kids will serve God. You just need one word. You keep weeping it because you keep repeating God. You're letting God know the promises. Hallelujah. This next thing. Pray with your feet. That's why you get up and pray because you fall asleep. If you see us, you're going to do it tonight. You're not saying your feet tonight. We're going to a boot camp. We're teaching you. We're teaching you. You see, see on Sunday and Saturday mornings, you see me pacing around. I'm pacing around. If you can, you can. Sometimes you feel about to fall asleep, you pace. Listen to this. Joshua 6 verse, because prayer, your feet is a prayer. Sometimes you can't open your mouth, but you're just walking before God. Your body is a... Because sometimes you take pause, but walking before God is a prayer. Let's read the passage. Some of you look at me. Let's, let's go to the scripture. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, take up the ark of the covenant and let the seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram home before the ask the Lord. And he said to the people, proceed and march and let him who is armed advance before the Lord. So what they tell him, Jesus said, don't say anything. God said, don't say anything. You keep walking. You keep walking around that Jericho, around that wall. Don't say a word. Don't say, don't say a word. But your walk is a prayer. Your walk is a prayer. Your walk. Sometimes you don't need to say anything. You walk in front of your property, just praying. You don't have to say anything. Just walking. Because while you're walking in the physical, you're stepping into the supernatural. You're taking ground in the supernatural. <laughs> You're taking ground because every time you put your feet, it's not your feet you put it in. Because you remember the Holy Ghost lives inside of you. Because every time you put your feet, every time you lift your feet, it's the Holy Ghost inside of you. That's <laughs> you just miss this. You start walking in that kid's room. You walk in that room. You walk in that room because as you're walking, you're stepping into the promised land, into the promises. You're telling God, this problem is belong to you. You're going to fight my battle. I don't know how to fight. I don't know what to say. But when I set my foot over this problem, I know you hear me because 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 you God, I'm walking. If you have if you have a land you want to purchase, you have a place. Stop walking on it because I've seen my dad that, that so many times. He just stop walking. He said, everywhere I put my feet, these things belong to me. This things belong to me. You see this property we had a problem last week. We start walking that property. We let all the demons in Tokoa. Let them know this property belong to Jesus. Oh tonight, I'm telling you tonight, walk into your property tonight. Everywhere you set your foot. Oh everywhere. Remember the Bible said when the lepers were coming and then, and then they were coming and the other armies they they, 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 they was a bunch of lepers but when they're coming to the camp of the enemy, they didn't hear only two set of feet walking. They heard thousands of people walking. It was only several lepers walking. But in the ears of the enemy, they hear a thousand armies walking with them. 
And the Bible said, before they get there, all the enemy had to flee. It wasn't them yet. It was only for them walking, but behind them, but behind them, the armies of the Lord, the angels were walking with them. Tonight, as we start walking to that, as we start walking to that, joy, I'm about to go crazy. I felt the unknown thing in this house. This tonight, when you start walking, when you start walking to that, all the demon in hell, they're not gonna hear your step foot, they're gonna hear the Holy Ghost foot, they're gonna hear the God the Father foot, they're gonna hear the Son, they're gonna hear all the angels of heaven. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, I'm about to walk on some demons tonight. Oh, demon of poverty, under my feet, under my feet, under my feet, under my feet. Oh, that demon of sickness, you're under my feet tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is my last one. You ready for this last one? Because you keep me, I keep telling you to raise your hand. Some of you have been stubborn as students. I'm going to send you to the principal office. The power of raising hands. There's power when you raise your hands. My dad used to tell me those stories. He said, there's power when you raise your hands. When you don't know what to do. The Bible says, Moses was in a battle with Joshua. And then the Amalekites start taking land. They start beating the, the Israelites. And the Bible said, when Moses raised his hand, when Moses raised his hand, they pushed the enemy. When Moses dropped his hand, he get back. When Moses raised his hand, they're taking ground. When Moses drop his hand, it's a sign of prayer. When you're praying, you're conquering the enemy. When you stop praying, the same stuff you used to beat, the depression you used to beat, the anxiety you used to beat, the problem you used to beat, the that 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 irritatedness you used to have, you, you lost control. You lost control of that loss. You lost all the habits God set you free. You stop praying. You drop your hand. You drop on your prayer life. And the moment you start raising your hand, we're pushing back the enemy. Sometimes the power of the raising hands is a sign of surrender. It's a sign you don't know what to do. Remember when you get arrested, you say, freeze. You raise your hand. I don't have nothing in my hand. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> but when you raise your hand, it's a sign of surrender. When you raise your hand, when you pray, it's a sign of surrender. Say, God, this battle, I don't have nothing in my hand. I can't fight this thing in the flesh. Look at my hand, God. This is all I have. This is all I have. This is my hand I have. I don't have nothing. I don't have the intelligence. I don't know how to deal with this problem. This problem is, big, is higher than me. This situation that's going to my life, to my kids' life, is higher than me. There's no intelligence in the flesh that can fix the problem. That business is going down. I don't have no customers. This marriage is going down. I don't know what to do. Sometimes you don't have word to say. All you can do is...
thanks be long to you. That's what the power of the raising hand is. Every time you raise hands. And not only that, when you raise your hands, you see, in the spiritual realm, those Amalekites had demons working with them. They had enforcement. You know, the new technology, they can jam signals between two enemies. They send a signal and it jams communication from headquarters to the branch where the army is fighting. So when you're raising your hand, what Moses was doing, he was jamming the signals. They could not get reinforcement. When you raise your hand, you're telling the enemy, God is sending reinforcement. The demons cannot find reinforcement. <laughs> when you're raising your hand, say, I don't know what to do. And God said, let's jam the signal. Let's, bring, let's send reinforcement. And tonight, that's what we're doing. We're going to jam some signals tonight. Any demonic signals. Let every demonic signals. Demonic hindrances tonight. Catch fire in Jesus' name. Come on, get up on your feet. Oh, nobody sit on. No, nobody said you're gonna walk. It, it's okay. You can make a circle. You're walking. I don't want you to sit. You're gonna do something out of your flesh. You don't feel comfortable to pray. We're gonna sing a song, and when we're ready to pray, everybody's gonna start walking, and you're gonna clap your hands. When you get tired clapping your hands, you're gonna raise your, you're gonna raise your hand because you don't know what else to say, and you're gonna pray loud. You remember I told you it's boot camp. It's boot camp tonight. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.